Noise department. Um, I remember my first idiot moment with Underberg, I should say. I was like, somebody made this delicious elixir. And you can sell it at a beer bar. So, I mean, it's not alcoholic, right. probably. It's just this, they marvelously made this wonderful thing. One day I was all wasted and I was like, I don't know. I mean, I had like five Underbergs. I don't know. I'm like, oh. There you go. Ding. It's only 88 proof. Sure. Yeah. Idiot. Yeah. So that was my dumb moment with the Underberg. This is Thirst Trap, a beverage industry podcast. And I'm your host, Tracy Bradley. Hello, everyone. Today, we have one of my favorite people on the planet, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Brian Wolf from Tanea Creek Brewing Company. Woohoo. I don't really think it's all that, but I do. I'll take it. Have you met you? <laughs> I've met you. I, yeah. I mean, I like being me. There's no question about it. <laughs> well, welcome, Brian. Thank you very much. How are you doing? I'm great. Great. It's Good. a beautiful day. It's gorgeous out today. Yeah. Yeah, I get to be there later. Yes, you do. Oh, yeah. I only have comedy tonight, so it should be all right. Comedy? Yeah. You have comedy there? Well, it's Where usually the first Saturday. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, we've done it for a year and a half or so. <laughs> oh, well, I guess we could promote ourselves better then. That sounds like fun. Yeah, our host is a good guy. He's been uh, hosted our trivia as well for the longest time. Oh, yeah. So Jay, the guy who does that, is the host comedian. Oh, okay. Cool. So I will see him this evening. Last Saturday, he couldn't, you couldn't do it because of the party. Yes. Okay, got it. But speaking of the anniversary party that was last week. Yes, indeed. Um, I just thought that it would be fun for us to break down all of the, the awesome brews that Anthony and Jeffy and. It's from the, the mad gang. scientist, Jeff, mostly. He yeah. really creates those recipes by and large. He's, Does he really? Yeah. I mean, we usually do one at a time for, you know, the whole year offline series, whatever, sometimes mm-hmm. two. But that's the day where he goes all crazy and makes creations that are beyond belief. And they're all wonderful. They were so good. Yeah. So I have, I have a list. I have the list. And I mean, I basically, I stayed more towards the low ABVs. Right. Just because I knew I had to pace myself. So if I had a full beer last week, I, I stuck to, um, I really liked the Moodstones. The regular version or one of the crazy creation versions? The because he did Berliner the White puzzle of madness and he had, did yeah. one trick pony. Yeah, I had all of those and they were all amazing. Yes. I had full beers of those three for sure. The uh, one trick pony was the prettiest beer that we'd put out. Yeah. And that was the Moodstones with. Uh, Champagne and blackberries. Yes. That was the first beer that I had. At the party last week. That was absolutely a gorgeous beer. It was, it was. delicious. It was beautiful looking. It, it was great. Yeah, I was outside because that's where they were pouring it was outside, I think. No, that one was inside. That was inside. Outside. So it's then funny what, that what's you What's the say one that I had? Outside because oh. these are the ones I had the least. And the, uh, where's the hop ride? That flavored hop ride with all the craziness. Uh-huh. Um, what's the name of that? Angel Headed Hipster. So that was the first one to go. Oh. I went outside to go get some of that. Because uh-huh. I had bad. only tasted it just briefly when we were in the trying, trying everything mode. I went to go get one. Uh-huh. And did you get one? No. No. Uh. <laughs> I was upset. We didn't get to leave the bar very much. So it wasn't. Yeah. 
I didn't get to make that trip often. Then, okay, then the first beer that I had was the Horseman. It was an outside beer. And what was that one? That was uh, 5.2% Pilsner. It's El Charo, Singing Frog, uh-huh. and Oktoberfest blend. That was the lager blend. Yes. That was really good. Um, really interesting. I mean, it was. no fruit or anything added to it. Just took all four of the lagers and yep. put them together. And put them together. And there you have it. That was, that really was um, at the end of the day, that one was gone as well. <laughs> the only beers that we that we did go through were on the trailer. Everything inside made it through the day. Oh, okay. But then like the higher ABVs? They, they hung around. They did? Yes. Okay. And they will still be on, actually. Because um, it was just the barrel-aged beers that we, we unloaded okay. the barrels for the party. So I just tapped the barrel Imperial Stout inside yesterday. So it's on now. And will be for a while. So the higher ABVs and the darker ones, I just sort of took sips of my friend's beers and of my husband's beer. If, cause he, he likes darks. He likes like to drink the whole loaf of bread. Yeah. <laughs> Sandwich in every glass. I can appreciate that. Yeah. Um, on the darker side outside, there was the barrel aged Imperial and barrel aged got a thunder. Yes. And those, we uh, emptied the barrels just for the party on those. There was the Four Horsemen. That was the lager blend. That was crazy. Um, huh. the, the hop ride with all the fruit. What were the fruits in that guy? That was pineapple, orange, and mango. It was so good. I didn't have a full one of those. Me but neither. I think I, I, <laughs> I either helped myself to Rick Blake's or possibly Haley's or maybe Tony's. Right. Even. Yeah. Yeah, Rick had mentioned that um, some people were filling everyone's glasses all the way up. And he was like, you were smart. You know us. And you weren't filling our glasses all the way up. Right. So you could try more beers. Yes. And then there was one more beer out there on that trailer, wasn't there? Yes. There was the Smoke Wagon BA God of Thunder, which is the Baltic Porter. And then there was this 2023 Smoke Wagon Imperial Stout. And that's the one I just tapped yesterday. There was a... Doom Gazi. Yes. That's the Smash IPA. Yeah. Grapefruit soda. Um, I did not try that one. Yeah, I had just barely tried that one. We just ran through all those right before open. And so those three beers, except for the um the two barrel aged, the three other three outside gone. And then inside, obviously, like I said, I thought Knives Out Brittany was gonna go first. That was an amazing beer. That was the gypsy fade with Um, cantaloupe cantaloupe and tahini yes um the next day i was uh rimming glasses with tahini doing it that way and it was absolutely glorious that sounds amazing i should just bring some tahini or just keep like a little shaker of it in my car we have for special occasions (laughs) (laughs) Ah, tahini (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's absolutely fantastic with the uh el charo I was doing it with the Oktoberfest, so it's really good too. And then let's see. I so I loved the knives out Brittany. A little on the darker side, the rise of the zombies. So yeah, that's kind of ironic, isn't it? That was but so he good. put so much stuff in that beer. It's like the kitchen sink candy bar beer, and it's fantastic. It was so good. That and the dreadnought. Um, dreadnought was the blend of stout and got a thunder with macadamia nuts and sea salt and such really wonderful. it was very nutty it was fantastic usually you know the 
macadamia would kind of be muted or whatever. And it was definitely really good. Yeah. Another candy bar beer. And then um, transmission, was it transmission from the void? Yep. That, that is was, 9% God of Thunder with raspberries and vanilla nitro. And it was, that was fantastic. Um, the candies that you get, uh, they're like chocolate, I guess. And you can, then Christmas time, they get make peppermint bark or whatever, but it's like chocolate and it has like the little bit of raspberry in the middle or whatever. That's exactly what it tasted. Yes. Like. So good. It was, yeah, it was super good. And then just, um, just backtracking though, the rise of the zombies guys was 9.6%. 9 and it was a barrel-aged imperial stout with coffee, coconut, cocoa nibs, vanilla, and marshmallow. That sounds like Willy Wonka's chocolate factory in a glass. It, yeah. Whole entire candy bar right there. It was so good. Some of the, the bigger beers, um, they kind of made it through the through the week almost because we've been pouring them in smaller pours that made it through the um, the party. So I actually had a rise of the zombie last night. It was really, really <sighs> still good. And then let's see, the Willie Mays was good. That was a lower ABV. It was. And um four point eight. Was that was it Hellas? It's Hoppy Golden. Oh, Ale. it was the no, it was the aviators. So it was that with peaches and green tea. Yeah, and the I the green tea didn't take over, which was nice. Um it was very peachy. It was nice though. It was like refreshing because it was just a gorgeous day. Yeah, but it definitely was a gorgeous day for the event. No it questions really was. asked. I mean, we couldn't have asked for anything better. It wasn't windy. It was just sunny and beautiful. And it was I remember a couple of years ago, um, we were doing music outside, and that's when we switched to music in the breweries because everyone's complaining about being outside. And then I think last year, Donzo was like, I want to play outside. <laughs> we don't know what's happening anymore. <laughs> nah, he did a good job putting the music together for me this year. So. Good. I appreciate him for that, for sure. What else did we have? We had the Antidote, which was smoke wagon barrel-aged barley wine with coffee and cocoa nibs on nitro. So that's one that he's made before, but he's never used the barrel-aged barley wine before. He's only used the regular barley wine. Oh. So, yeah, a little pinky in the air kind of bit, but uh, adds another little layer of deliciousness. That's one of his favorites, I think. I mean, I didn't, there wasn't a single beer last week that I didn't like. Well, I don't think it would have been possible. No. Well, it's not. <laughs> let's just be honest. It's not possible. Right. And then let's see the, am I pronouncing this right? Nahuala? Mm-hmm. Nahuala. Nahuala. The 7.2%. It's the Hopride IPA with whole bean coffee. And I believe the name is the coffee. Oh, okay. So. That's where that name comes from. But the coffee goes with Hop Ride so well. We've done it with other IPAs that we've done, and, and it's good. But Hop Ride, for whatever reason, the hops in there and the coffee goes together so well. A little bit of boost, a little bit of caffeine. Perks you right up. And then, let's see, the Burt Experience. So that was the second time we had made that beer. We did it for our buddy Burt's wedding. Okay. And uh, they did their uh, reception at the creek. So it was awesome. Made this beer for them. Um, ube in it. So it's purple. Mm -hmm. And that was the second prettiest beer. It was really pretty. Every time I handed one to somebody, I'd put a flashlight to it. I'm like, look, it looks like Kool-Aid. It does. And that is a Mexican lager. So what, the El, El Charo? Charo? Yep. Uh, with ube, toasted coconut, vanilla, and agave. So that was 
Yeah, it went uh, so when we did it for the the wedding. It went that night. Just they rifled through it. So we were like, "Oh, that's winter. We should do that for the anniversary party." Ergo, there it was. Then the continuum rifts. Uh, um, that's the hellas. Yeah, that was the hell's lager. Uh, four point five percent with Asian pears and candied ginger. Um, the ginger came through really nice. It really did. Oh God, I Yeah, the, I didn't. There was not a favorite. I mean, I told Jeff that he, that, like, the beer, the beer is so good. Like, you did such a good job. And he goes, which one? I was like, which one? <laughs> all um, of them. All of them. So, Jeffy, if you're listening, that was just amazing. You did such a wonderful job. Holy. What Let's are we missing? See. What Anything? else? We got Puzzle of Madness. Okay, so that was We kind of we... touched a little bit on that, yep. but not a lot. It was a 4.2%. So it was the Moodstones mm-hmm. with Moodstones. pink peppercorn yeah. and watermelon. It's a, hef- it's a Moodstone Hefeweizen blend That's right. It's with like watermelon that. and pink peppercorns. Yeah. Because I built a, a liquor brand here uh, when I worked for Johnson Brothers and it was Whistling Andy. Okay. Yeah. No, they have a like a gin with pink peppercorns in it. That's oh, just, I, so I, I'm pretty sure I that uh, you this. and I tasted that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm like, Brian, you got to try this. Yeah. And then the Dreadnought was a 9% Imperial Stout. Uh, God of Blend. God of Thunder Blend with toasted macadamia nuts, maple, vanilla, and sea salt. And the salt came through, too, in the back end it really nice. really did. Kind of, like, just smoothed it out a little. Yeah. It was like eating chocolate-covered macadamias, it basically. I want, it made me want to go to Hawaii. Um, I've never been to Hawaii, but what? I would like to go. Yeah. Well, um, um, island life is for me. I'm not going to lie to you. So I'm, I can't believe that you've never been. Um, I've been to the Dominican and Mexico, a couple of different beaches there, but that's, that's it. One day I'll make that jump, I guess. Well, what else did we like at the party? I liked the Red Rider was good. Oh yeah. We did. Uh, we, we, uh, made that for, release that that day too okay um it's not as hoppy perhaps as yeah. i remember it Mm-mm. so it's a bit more mild yeah. um it's the only red that we do right. so um it actually is really quite tasty it was really really good and then um the smash ipa um, did you try that well of course well yeah of course you did <laughs> tried all of them but we have that and uh, that's a that's a recurring one for us that's okay. the fourth uh, generation of that. We did Strata first, then we did it with um, Mandarin of Bavaria hops. It was super mild, like a Pilsner. Then we did a big push and released cans and everything else started canning. So we went back to Strata for that. And then this is the first time we've done Motuicas and uh, New Zealand hop. And it's mild and absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And it's thank you for malt. pronouncing that because I'm looking at this going, um, <laughs> if I try to pronounce this, I'm going to. Butcher it. Yeah, fair. I got that. Yeah. Thank so, you. Yeah, single malt and single hop, real simple beer. And that's the, that's a charm. It's real easy. I think those are the, like the, the serious ones. The rest are just the staples. Yeah, I think you know, so. The I basic it, staples, you know, the Pilsner, the Hop Ride, the Oktoberfest. Um, the, there's the Peerless Barrel Age Little Jackalope too for oh. the party. So that was, um, uh, we did that with Corey's yeah. and, uh, special got a peerless barrel and aged a, a batch in that. Normally we use all the smoke wagon barrels for everything. Mm-hmm. And so that's the first time we've done the peerless with the 
barley wine. So we put that on. It's, in my opinion, I would like it on the uh, in the barrel a little longer. Mm-hmm. But I also okay, really and, like uh, whiskey, so there's that. For listeners that don't know what Peerless is, would you care to elaborate? It's a delicious bourbon. I mean, I don't know how to necessarily elaborate more than that. Okay, it's a delicious bourbon, everybody. Go, go get you some. Yes. Um, go to Corey's. Well, and Corey's, he, uh, he has a lot of good relationships with people and hand selects bottles. And we, uh, we have frequented him for some of our liquor needs over the years. Yeah, I did a couple beer launches, tap takeovers, that kind of thing there. Right. It's great. Um, I mean, and if people don't know what Corey's is, it's a nice little boutique liquor store, but you can drink there. Mm-hmm. They've got oh, a few yeah. taps and you can hang out and they do some events and it's um, Southeastern. South very yeah. South very, very Henderson. And I live very North Decatur, yes. so it's not convenient for me to go there ever. Ever. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't frequent the place myself. Yeah. It's a shame. I wish I, I, if I lived closer maybe, but. Oh, it's probably the best liquor store in town. You just can't. Absolutely. It, it, driving an hour to go to the liquor store is just not something that really <laughs> makes sense to me. Yeah. During the pandemic, we became. We got on a first name basis with the folks at the Lees on Oki and Rainbow. <laughs> uh, fair. I, I can appreciate that. I actually um, was getting a lot of things from like Big Dogs. They did like a vodka and growler of Bloody Mary mix and stuff like that. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm on it. I'm going there. I will support you. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, we did a lot of supporting local business, um, as, as you well remember, because I, I would always use that as an excuse to come visit with the drive-thru yeah i did the uh, drive-thru with the gave everyone a hot dog a hot dog yes yeah i heard those hot dogs were good just not much of a hot dog no you're not you're not a meat eater you're a fish eater right i do i do that yes but yeah we had to serve something so the hot dog the hot dogs work and people people come back they're like we're just here for the hot dogs (laughs) you're like you know that we brew amazing beer here right yeah yeah, at least we got to keep doing that during, during the shutdown. You know what? We got creative and I appreciated it. So, yeah. yeah, I did. I frequented you guys a lot. And then we did a Cornish pasty. You had to go in the alley around back and they had like the big back door, the slider yeah. open and just a table. And you can buy like a bottle of wine with your dinner. You know, that kind of thing, yeah. just to keep it going since we couldn't dine in. Right. And then Lola's, when Lola's was downtown still. I miss Lola's. I miss it too, but it's, I think she's still open in Summerlin, right? Yeah. yeah. The town center and yep. Summerlin Parkway, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I would go there. Yes. <laughs> so I, I know, but you can tell our listeners how you started at Tanea Creek. Um. All right. Um. Uh. By and large, my friend Eric was leaving the building. He was like, hey, man, do you want my job? I was like, I do. I think I do. But more to that, um, I wasn't even working at the time. And now I frequented um, the place many, many, many times. I lived a mile away for the majority of my time here in Vegas. We uh, would go snowboarding, stop there on the way home, um, fill growlers, do whatever. They had a great kitchen. Good wine list. The beer was great. Um, I figured I'd, I had to be a regular for about you know, five, six years before I could actually 
get a job. So, um, yeah, they told me they wanted to hire a girl and I was like, Oh, great. Mm-hmm. And then I had a, uh, interview and we talked about just about everything except for work. So I'm like, I guess this went all right. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So I've been there ever since doing that. We did still have food back then. Got rid of food in 2008. Yeah. People were all worried that we were sinking ship. Oh, no. Like, oh my God, you know, you guys are a restaurant that happens to have a brewery. And I'm like, you're wrong. We're a brewery that happens to have a restaurant. Yes. But the food was amazing. Oh yeah. It was really I was a huge fan. People still complain. What are you going to do? Yeah. And then before that, you, you worked at House of Blues, right? Um, right before that, I had opened Paradise Cantina. Okay. Across from what was then the Hard Rock. Yep. So I was there for a couple of years, a few years, something here and there. But um, yeah, uh, House of Blues brought me to, to Vegas. So okay. I was in Myrtle Beach and uh, worked for the House of Blues there. Came here to open the house here. The idea was that we were going to head to San Diego after that. They were supposed to open within a year. It took them seven. and. Uh, yeah, it just became a difficult um, corporate position there after a while and worked little places ever since. Yeah. Well, family owned joints, which is which is better as far as I'm concerned. Absolutely. It has been lately. Ah, I say that. And then I'm like, well, it wouldn't hurt if I was in the union and have a pension later in life and do all these things. But meh, I guess that's not for me. And now that said, when I moved here, there was no getting a job with a union anyway with dreadlocks and earrings and everything else so i think some of that has relaxed quite a bit here it definitely has and i i I mean i can't speak to having dreadlocks but i do have tattoos and um it it hasn't really been a challenge for me really they nobody we're finally at a time in our lives where nobody really cares anymore it's it's kind of like industry standards. And then, you know, at Johnson brothers, you know, I just, I kept getting more and more and more and more and more when I was, when I worked for them. And when they, when it did come up, I said that, you know, because my, I was primarily based downtown, my customers were downtown. And I just said, look, it doesn't bother my buyers because most of them have more than I do. And so it just, it wasn't an issue. We're dealing with real people. Yeah. You're dealing with real people. I'm a real person, you know, yeah. and it is what it is. But yeah, I mean. Yeah. I don't have to get dressed up for my business meetings. No. <laughs> That's not a thing. No. I suppose I could. I, I, <laughs> I like when you get dressed up on New Year's Eve. Um, yeah. You, you look very nice. Um, I, I kind of, I, I occasion it out sometimes. Um, yeah. Sometimes I wear a tie. I've seen you on, on, on New Year's Eve yeah, right. in a tie and a nice little button up shirt and a vest. Yeah. Felt like I was working a fine dining. Yeah. So one question that I ask all of my guests, what was your gateway beer? Oh my goodness. It was a long time ago, really long time ago before I was probably of a legal age to be drinking them. Um, well, yeah. I mean, that's that's a given. Um, so I, I don't even know what my gateway beer was. For a long time, um, Newcastle was my favorite beer. Um, I absolutely love Sam Smith's. But it kind of came from going to see a bunch of Grateful Dead shows. People weren't selling Coors Lights. They were selling old speckled hens. Yes. And, and, and 
if any of it was craft, you could find uh, harpoon on the East Coast, mm-hmm. um, Sierra Nevada, and usually it would be pale ale. But sometimes somebody would have a porter or the stout. And you're like, ooh, yeah, headies. And uh, it was <laughs> it was great. Um, yeah, so when you go see a lot of shows and you can't really afford to do it, you got to do something to make some money. Mm-hmm. And selling grilled cheeses was great for a hot minute, but you got to sell a lot of dollar grilled cheeses. Mm-hmm. And it takes a while. You graduate to selling beer and you can make so much more money, so much more quickly. And uh, so, yeah, you just got to watch out for it being legal to sell beer in a parking lot. And beyond that, two for five bucks. And yeah. so, yeah, um, Sam Smith's Winter Welcome every year. That would is be, my favorite. Just be my favorite when it would come out forget about it um so those in that neighborhood is is where i put it i mean i don't necessarily know one specific beer i tried that for the first time when i tried living in eugene oregon in the 90s okay i lasted three months by the way because i couldn't stand not seeing sunlight yeah i'm one of those I need, and i was I wondering what sunlight. time of year it was yeah so it, when when i when we arrived it was still nice and beautiful and sunny out. And then about three weeks after that, then the rain started. And then, yeah, when, when Tracy doesn't <laughs> see daylight, like sunlight for weeks in, at a time, I, I was a completely different person and it was not good. I believe that. But uh, that I was there for Christmas and uh, my friend Brian Penny came over with a, a Sam Smith's winter welcome ale yeah. and it was magic. Blessing of your heart, you brew good ale. I know. Oh. He does. So that's oh. that's always my favorite uh, winter brew. Yeah. That I, I mean, I haven't found a better one yet. So, but Jeff, if you're listening, I, I'm challenging you. I mean, at that point, he could add some nice spices and go go crazy with it that way. I think that's more of a Anthony. Anthony. We need to brew a fantastic winter warmer. Hey, Anthony, can we can we please have a, a fantastic winter warmer, please? <laughs> he used to do a spice beer. It's been a while since he's done that. You don't see spice beers that much anymore. You don't. You really don't. By you, I mean me, I guess. <laughs> I don't know what you see. Last year, I tried for the first time Voodoo Ranger beers. Okay. Um, they're pumpkin spice the atomic pumpkin yes they did a couple different pumpkin beers and this one has it's made with jalapenos and it's just got this little zip on the end so good uh the ranger series has done really really well for them it's just it was amazing i was blown away because before that as you remember so we would always you know we would have the wasatch pumpkin then the black lantern so i have the black lantern on right now and it's a 2021, uh-huh. so it's got two years of age on it, mm-hmm. and it's drinking very, very well. Oh, really? Yes. I was waiting for you to bust out with the pumpkin beers. I, you know, I would come in, and Katie, you know, I would be meeting Tony, and and Katie, I'm like, where is it? She goes, oh, we have it. It's just not tapped yet. I'm like, okay. Yeah, so, <laughs> so this year's that. pumpkin beers, I did the marble. Yep, that marble one was good. That burnt pumpkin, pumpkin. noir, mm-hmm. and then now I have on the okay squirrel, the wasatch wasatch black lantern. Yeah, the yep the black lantern, and then so that's and then the, uh, when Johnson Brothers uh, carried Shipyard for a minute, remember that? Of course, I remember that. That smashed pumpkin. That smashed one of pumpkin my was amazing. 
just doesn't have all the pumpkin spice and everything. It's pumpkin. They used it as and, an and adjunct. Yams. And they brewed I think that with one. it. Yeah. Or and the pumpkin head. Was that the pumpkin head? Is Was that the one with the yams? No, pumpkins and yams. I mean, they're so closely related. Yeah. I don't remember what's what. And if you get pumpkin pie filling or whatever, it's usually yams anyway. Yeah, probably, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, all right. Well, I'm very happy that you came by. I'm happy that I came by too. This is great. Yeah, this is good. And awesome. I mean... We got to break down all the beers. Yeah. It'll be all good. Next time we do this, we should just do it with the beer in front of us and discuss that. Last podcast, I interviewed my friend Carl Ziegler, who co-founded a thing called Rosade. Okay. So it's a rosé wine with lemonade. So it's like an Arnold Palmer sort? Sort of, yeah. But it's so good. So, yeah. (laughs) I was just so surprised. Uh, Crispy Pig. It's a whiskey Bloody Mary in a can. It's right tasty oh okay yeah I, I wonder why it took people so long that sounds really intriguing though i have that at the bar you can come get one of those there. yes i will and an underberg <laughs> indeed <laughs> I, I love that underberg is finally starting to take off here now finally um i remember my first underberg or my first idiot moment with underberg i should say i was like somebody made this delicious elixir and you can sell it at a beer bar. So, I mean, it's not alcoholic, right. probably. It's just this, they ma- marvelously made this wonderful thing. One day I was all wasted and I was like, I don't know. I mean, I had like five Underbergs. I don't know. I'm like, oh, there you go. Ding. It's only 88 proof. Sure. Yeah. You idiot. Yeah. So that was my dumb moment with the Underberg. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming by. Thank you for having me. It was great. I'm Tracy Bradley, and that's the Thirst Trap Podcast. Produced and edited by Gonzo Greg Spillane for Noise Department. Our theme music is composed and performed by Jose Torres. Please like and subscribe wherever you enjoy your podcasts and share with your friends and associates in the beverage industry or anybody who drinks things. You can always visit and contact me at thirsttrappodcast.com and you can find links to all the socials there as well. Till next time, cheers. Cheers.